This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. We are in the midst of Wimbledon here, which is always a great tournament and great talk about. We're going to bring on Pam, Pamela Maldonado right now. She is with Odd Shark. We're going to talk some tennis and some Wimbledon with her and Pam, just to start us off, I saw you you tweeting the other day about kind of how the course is playing. Just just big picture here, Pam. T- tell us about this Wimbledon tournament so far, and, and really how it's been playing uh, almost in a, in a stylistic way uh, on the court. Well, the courts every year they've been consistently getting slower and slower. If you look at the previous grass court tournaments, there's only a handful a year. Grass court season only lasts about a month, and Halle in Germany would be the fastest court. Wimbledon used to play that court speed, which is hell, hell, it's fast. <laughs> it is really fast. It is lightning speed, and it really helps the big servers. It used to be shorter points. It was more of a serve and volley. But now every year, and we've been seeing it slower and slower, which is kind of making it more of a baseline game. So it's now neutralizing the weapon of big servers. And now if you look at the grass, a good way to tell is when you step, when you look at the overview of the court itself, the grass is now fading away at the baseline where it used to be at the service line. So it's showing you that the times have changing and it's done on purpose. It is, they want more viewers. They want to have extended points, extended rallies. So now you're seeing the courts play a little bit slower and it's, I mean, it's still playing true to, it's kind of true to form for the most part, but there are a couple of upsets. For example, Kyrgios, I believe yesterday, he should have won that maybe in three, four sets. If it was playing true speed of grass court tennis, which is why you saw Kyrgios defeat Umber in five, and he was yelling on the side of the court, this is not grass court tennis, make them faster. Now that the, there's more play on it, you're going to see the speed of the court increase. And so, and then the weather was also not helping. It was raining a lot. That was slowing things down. But now things are going to dry up and firm up, and we're going to see it play a little bit faster. Uh, Pam, this is anecdotal, but it feels like the uh, popularity of betting tennis just has grown wildly along with legalization over the last couple of years. And the majority of our audience this time of year, they're doing NBA or NHL. And then there are others that are betting baseball every day. Uh, some into golf, starting to look at the open a couple of weeks away. Uh, but for you, what makes betting tennis so great? 
What makes betting tennis so great? That's a good question because I actually don't like to bet tennis. I am a true fan of the sport. I absolutely love it. I think it is the only sport on the planet that is pure. It is the last pure sport left, and it matters in every season. You have grass, you have clay, you have hard court. You have four different types of tennis throughout the year, and it's absolutely incredible. I am just like a true, true fan. Yes, I will bet, and this is what I do, and I do like to make, you know, a couple bucks here and there, but for the most part, this is one of the few sports that I can enjoy watching without having a ticket on it. Pam, you, you said there it's one of the truest sports, and this is obviously a, a gigantic tournament and in in maybe the truest sport. Does that make it easier to bet? Because, I, you know, other sports we talk about, you know, the NFL is, I, I think, one of the easier ones because you know you're getting an honest effort every week, every team. There's only, you know, 17 games now. Baseball, basketball, it depends on the night, who's tired, who just got in from a long road trip. Does, does it make it almost easier to handicap it when, when you're looking at different matches and, and how they might set up that it, it's true in, in that sense? You know, I would have to agree that, yes, it does make it easier because you have, it's only one person against one person. There's no outside factors. They don't have a coach to help them. They don't have teammates to assist. Sometimes, and especially now with the pandemic, they may or may not have a crowd. So now what you're asking for the player is to mentally dig deep. So this is why, if you follow me on Twitter, I always talk about the mental game of tennis. And more often than not, the guy with the stronger mind is going to be the one that comes out on top, especially in a best of five. It plays so differently than a best of three. We saw with Ugo and Bear, who won Halley, he had been defeating all of the big-time servers at Halley, but that was in a best of three. But now you put him in a best of five against one of the best in all the ATP tour, and he didn't pull on through. It was Kyrgios who got the upset. And why? Because he wanted it. He was hungry. I really think that the mental aspect of it makes it run so much more pure. And you have, it's just, what did they always say? It's boxing from 100 feet away, from 100 across, 100 feet across. Uh, with Pam Maldonado, oddshark.com. This is BetQL Daily, Joe O and Joe G. Uh, let's start with the futures before we get to some of these specific uh, matchups, Pam. Uh, futures wise, uh, you look at it right now Joker minus 185, Medvedev plus 700, Bertini, Federer plus 1200. Can anybody beat Joker on grass? Uh, at this moment, I'm going to say no, nobody can be Djokovic on grass. You still have to consider that I would say anything below minus 200 is still worth a grab because you're talking about the world number one. He is Djokovic is the best grass court player of the last five years, of the last 10 years. Federer would be the only player that could probably contend, but this isn't peak Federer. We are seeing Federer struggle himself. I'm not sure if Federer is even going to advance to the quarterfinals. Djokovic has a walk-in into the final he's playing a couple of players coming up next who have little to no clay court experience and then his first true test isn't going to be until potentially rublev in the quarterfinal which he should get through just fine he is the better grass court player he is the more experienced player he has more variety in his game he has a big serve that we have that we saw at australian open it's showing again here at this tournament and it's just going to be a matter of who does he contend with. Berrettini, I would still put up at the top for who we're going to see him face in the in the final, but Ber- Berrettini has to get through Zverev and or now Kyrgios in <laughs> either or in the quarterfinal. Kyrgios, I said that he was a live dog a couple before the tournament. If he cares about this tournament, and it's from interviews, it seems like he does, then potentially he could be the one that runs deep as well, and he's always going to be a threat. 
So, Pam, if you were to get crazy here, and I know you said, you know, Djokovic is the overwhelming favorite, but if you were to get crazy and you were to take one of the underdogs and just put a couple bucks on them to somehow pull an upset, something crazy happens, where would you go? Would you wait? Because you're saying the other side of this bracket is, is kind of up in the air. Would you wait until a final is set and then maybe throw a couple bucks on on uh, Djokovic's opponent? Or, or do you think there's some value out there right now? I mean, you have basically everyone but one is uh 12 to one or, or better you get some pretty good odds if you think some sort of crazy upset could happen okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think Medvedev is still somebody that's maybe being overlooked. His part of the draw should uh, get pretty, uh, it's, it's not an easy draw. However, it's not a difficult draw for him as well. He's playing pretty well. He's having a good serve. He's able to return and just find his part of the draw. It is going to get a little bit challenging with Marin Cilic. It is potentially a Bublik coming into the picture. And if Federer, Federer is still alive here. The bottom half of the draw is really just one of those, like, who knows what's going to happen. But I would say your best bet. If you want to take, like, a true long shot, I would consider Nick Kyrgios to win his part of the quarter. Or maybe if there's a bet that he can find for him to reach the, uh, I'm not sure if he'll reach the final at this point, but I mean, I think uh, Berrettini is more than likely the person that we're going to see in the final. He has yet to beat a top 10 opponent and he could potentially face Zverev in the quarters if he ends up meeting Medvedev. I would say your best two options right now would be Medvedev and Berrettini. Uh, we still have uh, four or five matches uh, left to go here in the second round today. Anything else uh, you like before we get to the Friday? I like, this is going to be a little bit of a challenging one. I like Federer to win his match. However, I like Richard Gasquet to get a set off of Federer. Gasquet in nine, he holds, uh, Federer holds a 19 to two record against him. That's a lot of matches, 21 matches played and Gasquet has only ever won six off of him but this is not the same Federer that we have seen he is struggling with his timing he cannot get back into form now if he ends up playing like he did in the fourth set against Monterino and then watch out but there has been nothing to show me that he can do that consistently he hasn't shown that at all in 2021 so I think Gasquet at minus 150 to grab a set is worth a price um, maybe consider Federer on the money line with a Nick Kyrgios parlay and Felix Ajira Lesini, he should get through Emer just fine as well. I potentially see that one winning in straight sets. Pam, while we have you, we have to ask you the match coming up here uh, shortly. Bryson, Aaron Rodgers, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady. Uh, and we need your thoughts on this one as we'll be watching. How do you say, how do you not 
bet on Tom Brady on anything, everything, and always. <laughs> he is just one of those people. Like I'm in Tampa. Maybe it's because I'm in Tampa right now, and I'm feeling the Tom Brady life, the the Tom Brady <laughs> love over here. But I would yeah. say Tom Brady because he just wins at everything. Yeah, I mean that's that's not a terrible handicap. I I also know that uh, you handicap golf uh, during Wimbledon. Does that take a back seat, or have you started to take a look at the Open? It absolutely does take a backseat. Okay. I have obligations to look at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and I uh, one of my long shots was for Jason Day to do well. He's in the top ten right now. He's three under, so that's working out so far. For the Open, I haven't looked that far in advance, but, I mean, it's hard to not consider somebody like a Bryson DeChambeau. He's always going to be the number one player that I look at first um, just because he, he may not have the great iron shots, but he can bomb it off the tee. He's good around, and he's good with his putter. Those are always going to be the combination of a player that I want. Great stuff, Pam. We appreciate you hopping on here and uh, giving us some insight on Wimbledon and, of course, the golf coming up. Thank you, and uh, we'll be following along. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day.